Hero's Angel here, and I'm glad you are too. Listen, before we get started, just wanted to remind everyone listening that you too have a voice. So please, hop on over to my Facebook and my Twitter page, FU Podcast, and let me know what's on your mind for a chance to be featured in one of my next podcasts. Enjoy. Jealousy, an ugly green monster or justified emotion? When is it called for and when is it over the top? Hero's Angel here to let you in on a little bit of the problems that we face on a day-to-day basis. Often more so than not, the first ones to stir the pot are always the exes. So in this case, when is it okay and when is it not okay to be jealous of your partner's ex? First part would be if they are spending nights together without you or if they're going on dates without you. Private phone calls, hidden texts or hidden direct messages, and too much physical touch. And it could just be a hug or whatever, but I mean, if it's like a front-on-front type hug or if it's like hand on the leg, rubbing the leg, or back rubs, you know, something that you only typically see couples do, I mean, I get their exes, but that's still not an excuse. That That's really not. I mean, if they're an ex for a reason, all right? And... The whole spending the night together and going on dates, I mean, those are your typical red flags right there. And especially if it's without you, yeah, that's a big red flag. That's a big no. That's a big no for me, all right? And uh, because they could be inviting you, you could be tagging along, and they're not letting you. And sometimes they deliberately make those dates on times that they know you will be busy uh, just so they can turn it on you and be like oh well if you weren't so busy you could come to too and then it would be like no that's not your fault either that is their fault they're the ones making those plans no matter what the excuse is no matter if it's like oh well that's what my schedule says no it doesn't matter all right because if it was really that important for them to have you tag along then you would have They would have made plans some other time that worked with each other's schedules. So all those reasons, yeah, you're damn right. You have every right to be jealous there, all right? But a thing of when it's not okay is if they just run into each other randomly, if they um, don't have any other contact with each other, uh... If they share kids, then it's just a quick drop off and pick up, you know, and you're there. If they don't ever try to intentionally spend time together, uh, if they don't even do something as far as just shaking hands, you know, or if it's just obvious that you really don't have anything to worry about. One thing you got to look out for is to listen to your gut. I mean, if your gut says, hey, nothing's going on, then leave it at that. But if you feel like something's going on, then you have a right to be jealous. And you don't have to come out straight the gate all batshit crazy about you'll see, no. You could just sit there and be like, you know what, I'm going to talk to my partner about this. I'm going to let him know, like, hey, I'm feeling uncomfortable. Should I have a reason to be? Just consider that. And uh, a lot of times the ex from what I have seen 
will try to befriend you just to kind of throw you off, you know, to make you feel like everything's okay when really they're sitting there still banging each other. Or my favorite is the, oh, well, she's a sister to me. No, if she ain't your blood sister and you're spending all this private time with her just because you want uh, us to believe that that is your sister, quote, then no, you're not doing it. I don't care. No, that that's just a really huge cop-out of like saying basically, oh yeah, that's my ex, but I still bang her. That's what that means. If a guy ever says, oh, she's like a sister to me, or if a girl ever says, oh, he's like a brother to me, and they spend awfully a lot amount of time together privately and not with you, yeah, that's just code for we're still banging. There is such a thing as being too neighborly, too close with the neighbors. For example, some things that justify the jealousy would be as if your partner is going next door frequently when you're not home, even after moving. For some reason, he's still going over there or she's still going over there to quote, you know, help move something that should typically only take 20 minutes, but for some reason taking a couple hours just for what, for him to come back home saying, look, uh, we were just talking, we just chilled for a minute, uh, they offered me a drink, and no, that, I mean, come on, that, you could have at least told your significant other, like, hey, it might take a minute instead of waiting until you're home, but another thing would be is if they're married, if that neighbor has a partner of some sort, and that your guy is sitting there saying, oh yeah, the husband's there, I hang out with him all the time, I'm there with him now, and let's say, for example, your husband says that to you, or your wife says that to you, whatever, uh, works for both ways, and you're like, no, because you know that the other person is at work and your significant other is sitting there lying about it to your face. That's a red flag. I mean, honestly, I would be marching right down over there and, and beating down that bitch's door and be like, look here. All right. <laughs> but we can't all just go around knocking down doors anymore. And again, with the hidden texts and direct messages, that seems to be a popular thing for potential cheaters to do if that is their history. And if, um, like, say, for example, the neighbor comes over and the neighbor's always like, oh, hi, is uh, your husband home? And you're like, no, he's at work. And then they just leave. Like, she doesn't want anything to do with you. She doesn't want to talk to you, hang out with you, get to know you. And and that's another thing is sometimes that neighbor will sit there and try to be your best friend just as a cover-up so you wouldn't suspect anything. But most people that have been cheated on numerous times, they know. They know the difference. We all know. All right? The little tricks won't work, especially whenever all of us cheat, like all of us uh, cheaties, as I call them, you know, people who's been cheated on several times, whenever we all start flooding out the gates, 
We're going to tell everybody your little tricks up your sleeves, all right? Cheaters are not going to get another day in the light anymore, all right? And the things of not to concern about, you know, for people who really don't have an issue, like, they really shouldn't be jealous. People that aren't cheated on constantly, and especially the pretty girls, you always see the pretty girls out there saying, oh, I don't like her, and being all jealous, and it's like, you're looking at her like, uh... Look here, chick. All right. <laughs> no, you, you don't have a reason to be jealous, okay? A lot of people think they do, but they don't. But some things to think about would be uh, if it's just another neighbor, one you both see and sometimes you just don't see at all or hear from, you know. I mean, obviously, if you don't hear from a neighbor after a while of living next to them where you normally would hear them, I would probably go check on them. Just saying, just for precaution. But uh, if that neighbor only wants to hang out with you, like if it's a girl neighbor and she's like, say, for example, a single mom or something, you know, a lot of times they don't really get out very much and you're there, so she wants to be your friend. Okay, that's cool. You know, that's real good. Especially being a single mom or even a work-at-home mom. I mean, they... They go through some, they go through some shit every day. And sometimes, literally, they have to go through shit. So, yeah. Friends are needed for moms. I don't care what people say. Like, just because a person has a kid and having to change a diaper, you know, like, they still need friends. They still do. Doesn't matter. I mean, they, they deserve sanity. They're mothers, for Christ's sake. Alright. And... Another thing to think about, about um, not being okay on the whole jealousy thing is, again, your gut. If your gut says, nah, don't worry about it, just listen to your gut. Don't second guess it. It was designed evolutionary, alright? It was meant to tell you what's safe and what isn't. I mean, that's just the way it was made. Your gut will be honest with you. Your gut knows better. I mean, a lot of people say it doesn't matter, but I mean, you can look it up, uh, go do some research on it. I mean, hell, they taught it in my science class back in high school about your gut instincts and how it came so far from just primal instincts to now. I mean, it's evolved. Whether you believe it or not, it's evolved. And a lot of people just underestimate that. Don't underestimate your gut. And... Trust me, it will tell you more than what you need to know. Tired of nobody letting your voice be heard? Well, hop on over to anchor.fm and sign up free to begin your next step in podcasting where you can be free to speak up and shine out. And with their help and distribution and large bandwidth, you have the tools and resources needed to be heard and maybe even find some like-minded individuals. And with the voice message sharing tool, your fans can easily reach out to you for any added content. And with the subscription option, they can show their support and love. The porn. And yes, I said the porn. Nobody calls it that, but I do because I don't have any respect for it. I really don't care how much money you're making for it. I don't even care if Pornhub offers, what somebody say on Facebook I saw on the other day, $40,000 for a sex video. I mean, come on. You're that desperate, then you'll be desperate enough to go flip a damn patty at McDonald's. Just putting it out there. 
I mean, it's pretty much the same. You're dealing with nasty meat. Either way. <laughs> Anyways. Um, one of the things, uh, like, where your jealousy is justified on the whole porn thing with your partner is if your your partner tells you to be like, hey, why can't you have big titties like her? Or why can't you have a big dick like him? Or hourglass body, you know? And it's like, most of the time, by the time guys are looking at porn, they're either uh, still going through their kid phase, where they're like 20-something years old, still acting 12. In that case, I would probably just move on, honestly, because, come on. Anyways, the other type of guys that look at it are usually married men. And by the time, it's like, they already gave you kids, you've had kids, your mother, yeah, you're not going to sit there and look like freaking what Jennifer Aniston looks now, and she's like, what, almost 60, and she still looks like an ass woman, you know? All right. I mean, he can't expect you to realistically pull off a Jennifer Aniston look, though. Uh, because, for one, she is loaded, which means even though most of her body's probably real, and she can say all she wants, she isn't getting no damn eye lifts or butt lifts or whatever, but you know damn well she is. All the celebrities are, because they have to keep up this little quota of, we gotta look godly. No, you really don't. You just gotta look average, and maybe we'll respect you more and won't make fun of you celebrities anymore. Robot Chicken would be out of freaking business. Alright? But another thing is, is if he often looks at the girls that are more attractive than you. Which goes with, like, the first thing. I mean, if he is sitting there deliberately only looking at a specific type of girl, like, for example, let's say you're blonde and he's looking at a redheaded type thing. Yeah, no, I mean, obviously he's wanting to look for something else, but knows he can't. And, uh, and another important factor would be whenever he is watching it more times than he is spending with you. I mean, if you guys aren't doing anything, it's a Friday night, let's say it should be a date night, movie time, whatever, spend time together. But he's sitting there going, no, I'm, I'd rather go watch these porns or whatever, you know, like, let's say he's just completely honest about it, whatever. No, come on, that that's a red flag. I mean, if he's with you, he should want to be with you. And if he doesn't want to be with you, then he needs to let you know, because that, I mean, as a woman, even as a man, you deserve to know the truth from your partner, regardless. And let's say he is using it to meet his needs instead of yours and uh he's just addicted to it essentially and you're sitting there like hey I just asked you if you want to do something and he just completely ignores you about it or whenever he decides to use it while meeting your needs no I still wouldn't go for that but I mean that's up to you but the things to just remember is like, if you both enjoy it, you both do it, and he doesn't make you feel unwanted as if you're not those girls, doesn't make you feel like you have to do what those girls can do, or vice versa, applies the same to men also. 
And he doesn't replace time meant for you for it. And that's just one thing to think about. Now, some things to consider. A lot of times, jealousy is not called for. And the best way to discern that is to consider some of these as a factor. For one, your self-esteem. Like, how do you view yourself? Do you let others' view of you affect you type thing? Like, don't let your self-esteem be the only factor in it. I mean, if you don't feel so attractive that day, let your partner know. Or do something for yourself. Don't even depend on your partner to make you feel beautiful. Go dress up. Be nice. Go out. Treat yourself. Date yourself if you need to. And... Like I was talking about earlier is like the past experiences is if you're always constantly cheated on. I mean, if you are, then you're going to think anything can be a red flag, which I'm sure you can find online some of the red flags about it. Some of the things I've even listened, listed and um, especially if you're with somebody who used to be a cheater. I mean, if you used to be cheated on like all the time and you're sitting there dating somebody who's known for once being a cheater that's just not going to be healthy either way not unless you change your outlook and he changes his outlook or stopped being a cheater and you don't have to worry about that anymore maybe just let the past be the past and sometimes that's what a lot of couples need to do sometimes that's what a lot need to just go out and do is just leave the past belongs and That goes with paranoia. Like if you have that history, then you're always going to be paranoid that somebody is going to treat you like shit. And you just need to let that out of your mind. Don't let that be the discerning factor of whether or not to trust your loved one. Because trust is what most relationships are built upon. Trust is something that needs to remain. And if you can't have trust for the person you're with, then you probably shouldn't be together. And that's how, I mean, that's harsh. It is. And it hurts. I know. But sometimes your happiness needs to come first. And if you're not happy with who you're with, say bye. Or maybe figure out another, I don't know, another outlook. Find something that makes you happy. I mean, you can even try therapy even. I mean, anything. Anything that helps you. And if you ever find yourself Googling things like, is it normal, dot, 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 you know? Chances are it's not. At least not for you. And if it's not normal for you, and if you don't feel like the what's going on in your relationship is normal... You can always, always find somebody to talk to about it. Preferably somebody you trust because I know how some people can be. Some will just twist your words and make you out to be some kind of pathetic, weasley little monster whenever all you're trying to do is get some advice or even just have a soundboard. Somebody to talk to, somebody to listen without intruding into your life and telling you, you need to do this and you need to do that. You know, because, I mean, that's not what I'm here for. I'm here telling you different sides of the story because I believe there are two sides to each story. And there are more than one 
ways of doing things. There are several ways to do something. I mean, that's just completely up to you. But just keep in mind that, yes, some of these that I've listed is justified for jealousy because a lot of it is just obvious, all right? But don't use it as a 100% foolproof plan because maybe that's just the way you guys are in your relationship. Maybe you guys are open. Maybe you guys just have a completely different understanding that most people just will not understand. Well, that's the end of today's show. Again, you can find this cast on Spotify, CastBox, and Anchor. And if you enjoyed today's show, be sure to let me in on your thoughts, and I'll see about adding them in my next podcast. Peace out. Stay vocal.